Thanks for joining us, everybody. We are now live from the KFES Digital News Desk. Thanks, thank you all for being here. We appreciate your time. Uh, we are here today, Master Sergeant Joey Watson. He's with the Illinois State Police. Uh, he's the Public Information Officer. Uh, Joey, how are you doing today? I'm great. How in the world are you? I'm doing doing well. Thank you so much for for being here. We appreciate your time, um, and we happy to be here. Appreciate it, um, and maybe I should call you Sergeant Watson. I don't know. Perhaps I don't know. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> You're <Sergeant> fine. Watson. <laughs> it's very very casual around here. All all, all respect to you, absolutely. Uh, it's a, a no 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 mean for for uh, any disrespect there. Um, I, I appreciate <laughs> it, but all of my friends call me Joey, and you're welcome to do so. <laughs> all right. Well, we, we're looking then at. Um, at uh, crisis intervention training, that's something that the Illinois State Police, uh, you know, they're prioritizing. Can you tell us about what that's looked up like up to this point and what, uh, what kind of um, process or change is being implemented with that now? So back in 2021, as a part of the Safety Act, the Illinois governors signed the Safety Act into effect. And part of that was a component for this crisis inter intervention training. And so we rolled out a train the trainer course, and now we're starting to roll it out across the entire state this month. All right, excellent, excellent. And so when it comes to prioritizing this sort of crisis intervention, um, what does that mean? What does that mean as far as equipping officers to respond to this? as you know a particular issue to to be aware of well the goals of the program are to help officers better understand the signs and symptoms of mental illness um, it also helps them to resolve the crisis situation with a lower risk for both the party that's involved and the officers and also to connect them with treatment on the backside uh, the training ensures that isp officers have the tools to help safely manage these interactions and again, to help them get that truck uh, tr um, services afterward. Certainly, certainly. One thing that came to mind in the process of, you know, looking at this, reading about this, and and and, and getting ready today, um, was the thought of, you know, they, we we've had the uh, news within I think the past year or so was when they made the change. Um, that nine eight eight number is that does that integrate into the system? Is that something that? Um, is, is part of the scheme of this, or what does that look like? You know, I'm not familiar with 988. Um, this is a program that the Illinois State Police is rolling out. Sure. Okay. Um, yeah, just a, a crisis prevention number there. Didn't know if that was something where that was a uh, part of the referral. Gotcha. Yeah, but uh, um, with, with all of that in mind, and with all of that as the, the focus of, of ISP. How does that look as far as like the local organizations, the classes, things along those lines, as far as um, right. getting folks aware? Right, we're rolling this out to the entire, entire state police. And basically the training is gonna include the, the signs and symptoms of mental illness, because as we all know, law enforcement aren't doctors, uh, but we are the first responders. And so as the first people on scene, we need to be able to have the tools in our tool belt to recognize the signs and symptoms of uh, a person that is suffering some sort of mental illness crisis and how to recognize them and then uh, information it also the training also includes information on how uh, the laws and resources work um, experiential learning from family members of individuals with mental illness so there's families of people that have these symptoms in their family and so they're there to help us understand those issues 
Uh, there's verbal de-escalation training contained within the training itself. And we also have role playing. So they'll have actors get up there and interact with the police officers that are responding to these situations. And then um, we're connecting the individuals to crisis treatment on the backside. Um, and so one of the components that's really important for us as well, not only just dealing with the public in these particular issues, but it also includes a heavily focused office or wellness component, um, which we're also a big fan of this training for because um, obviously there's, that's a high stress environment. And so it would be negligent for us to neglect the fact that this potentially could impact the officer in their mental health and mental wellness as well. So we want to make sure and develop a program that, that it looks at all facets of these situations. All right. And so is this ongoing currently? Is this something that is, is coming uh, uh, up, up ahead as far as, as things go? Or is there any specifics about the dates of these? Yes. So about 50 officers have completed the 40-hour training already. There are 13 officers that have completed the additional 24-hour train-the-trainer course, and those officers are now delivering the training in a 40-hour format to the, all of the officers ISP-wide. So, yes, we have gone through an initial round of training to see how it's kind of a beta testing, in, in essence, to see how the training interacts with our agency's policies and procedures and how we can implement it. And now that we've understood it better, now we're starting to roll it out to the field on a more wide scale, and that's happening this month. All right. I imagine there's an element to this about the relationship between ISP and the, the citizens of Illinois um, when it comes to you know knowing that they are able to respond to these sorts of, of situations. Um, is, is there an element of that in this? Absolutely. Um, you know, we all have family. Uh, we all deal with situations differently. Um, so how we interact as human beings is a huge component of the successful resolution of these events. Um, I personally have dealt with one of these events up on I-64 a couple years back. Um, and, and the training that we received in the academy is uh, kind of the foundational stuff to this. So this is the next level stuff the crisis intervention training that we've rolled out, but a lot of the components are similar. It's just not quite as structured. And so with that former training, uh, one of the things that we were using up there is uh, the de-escalation techniques, uh, being able to talk in calm, rational voices, uh, being able to sympathize and empathize with people so that they understand that you are truly there to help. Yeah. I'm not there to, to just instantaneously take everyone to jail. I'm there to resolve this situation peacefully and make sure that everyone goes home as safely as possible if that's if that's how they so choose to to react to us um again we're not there we're not there in all situations to just immediately take everyone to jail every situation is different and how we interact with that situation as human beings changes on an individual basis um, so for us it's it's given us a set of tools in our tool belt to be able to effectively deal with those situations. All right. Anything else that you feel bears mentioning? May, maybe I didn't get to ask you about so far? Uh, no, I, I think you've covered it quite well. But uh, I, one of the things that I do want to mention is, uh, you know, with us being the first to respond to a mental health crisis, um, services, there, there are services across the country. And so um, if, if 
before you get to the situation, if you're a family member, before you get to the situation where you're interacting with law enforcement, seek out those resources. Um, if, if you understand this about your loved one, be reaching out and having those conversations with uh, healthcare providers and making sure that they have the treatment that they need to get uh, those situations resolved. Because again, it, it's all about making sure that everyone stays safe. Uh, we have family that we wanna go home to, they have family that they would like to go home to. And in the end of it, we, we want to make sure that we're doing everything we possibly can training wise to make sure that that happens. All right. Absolutely. Master Sergeant Joey Watson, thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate your time. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate your time and I hope you guys have a great day. All right. You too. And to our audience as well, appreciate you all being with us. It's uh, great having you here. Great having you for conversations like these. Stick around here. Uh, Four o'clock. We'll be back here on the digital channel. Heartland News now coming up right around the corner.